We're live. We're live. We're live, damn it. Unfortunately. Hydro and Co. <laughs> episode six, the trade deadline extravaganza. And we couldn't have an episode of this magnitude without a guest. So, Jacob, welcome to the pod, my friend. Welcome, Jacob Blandis. As you can see by the outfit he's out by the outfit he's wearing, uh, got a Reds fan in the house. There you go. Yes, sir. Uh, as you can see on the lower left here, uh, Kendall. About to, Kendall's had a rough about to burn. Day. About to burn this motherfucker to the ground. Oh, yep. Uh, me, me, and B Rich's teams have had decent days. B Rich is sitting on the edge of his damn seat, about ready to nut down both legs. Juan Soto gets traded. I, uh, I thought I have false hope. Whenever I read Jeff Passan's, the St. Louis Cardinals are finalizing a deal to acquire, and I saw a J, and I was at work, and I just about fell to my knees. I was like, no shot. Then I, I read Jose Quintana. I was like, oh. Uh, so I think today's episode, we're going to go through uh, the Fantasy League again. Uh, new week, new matchups. We'll go through those real quick, and then we'll go into the trade deadline, uh, and then we'll finish up with a shortstop tier list. Uh, I oh. think this, I think the hmm. shortstop one's going to be interesting more than the second base one. Hopefully, that one was pretty straightforward. So, all right, yeah, there's a shortstop's kind of deep. Let's get started, started here. Get a little in depth in the uh, fantasy league real quick. Yeah, this, this shouldn't take. Uh, this shouldn't take long though. No. Nah. Yeah. So uh, as you can see, I'm playing a uh, good old big Will Kendall's dad this week. Uh, it's been a pretty good start for me. I'll take it. I didn't have anyone pitch today. So, Wayno Yachty 2022. Hey, Jorge Mateo had a good night for you. Yeah. Yeah, he did. Hey, taking, taking day really one. Night, actually. Uh, we got Tag beating mm-hmm. Logan. Uh, Christian Walker. We did – We. Sit there and diss Christian Walker, and he's out there dropping ten points. So, uh, well, he'll strike out eight times in a row and go back down yeah. to two points. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the the lanes they're going at each other. The graces, the graces. The this is Whatever. this is the this is the first day of the new week too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, Scott Marlowe, eleven points. That's a lot better. He, he's not playing the Yankees now, so he's not a. Having to deal with Aaron Judge and walk offs on his ass, and then Kendall, man, man, Ant. He had uh, he had two guys pitch today, and I had none. And I'm only down three, so that's a very that's very yeah. much a positive for me. Yeah. Oh, Venezuelan animal. Jakey Poo is I'm, uh... <laughs> one of Cody's pitchers, Andrew Heaney, got him 11 points, but he has nine total because his batter struck out a lot. <laughs> <laughs> or or one of his other pitchers got shelled, either one. And then uh my boy <laughs> my boy Wes over here is <laughs> losing to the CPU squad. Losing to the computer <laughs> computer squad right now. Oh god. But all right, that's the recap so far of uh of day one of this week. And when we when we record our next episode, it'll probably be towards the end of the week, so we can talk a little bit more about it. It's pretty tight early on. But let's move into what everyone's waiting for. Trade deadline. Trade deadline, baby. So we're going to start from July 31st. Uh, 
this trade essentially is irrelevant. So, uh, good job, Logan. Great move, I guess. I don't even know who the fuck those guys are. So, good for you. Uh, same thing goes here. Anything? Got, anybody have anything to say about this trade before I move on? Uh, Bray's got their boy back that they used yeah. to have. That's about it. That's, that's it. I mean, Audrey, yeah. Uh, the Cubbies and my, my boys in pinstripes made that, a trade. This for me was a great uh, deal. Uh, Hayden Wisniewski is really good, but Scotty Frost is already in the majors pitching and still has five years of service time left. And he's yeah, pitches fucking sidearm, so he's already a fan. I know. Uh, I know Logan was the Cubs fan was very very heated at work today that he, y'all he they traded F Frost. He really likes F Frost. He would have rather seen David Peterson go. Yeah. Or David David Robertson. Sorry. Yeah, it was kind of surprising when I saw that, and then I started looking into it more, and I was like, okay, this was a win for us. So, and I think Hayden will be good for the Cubs in the long Wait. run. There was a there was a big trade before this, right? Yeah, it was Castillo. Uh, Cast- I mean, Castillo's trade. Jacob might want to yeah, talk about that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll throw oh, it. Here it is. That was the 29th, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Marte's well, Jake- going to be a dog. Um, I, I, I'm actually really happy with this trade. I think a lot of the fan base is happy with the trade. Um, there's really not much that we could have gone wrong there. Yeah, I, I think that um, was, I think that was a no brainer for y'all. That was an easy except. Yeah, for sure. Price was very badass. Yeah, he hasn't the been that Naquin, good. The Naquin the Naquin trade right below it was kind of surprising to me. I wasn't really expecting to trade him this year, but um, he had that one year of eligibility left, so uh, it's it's a wash pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm I'm very surprised y'all got Marte out of the Mariners for Luis Castillo. That was that was a steal in my opinion. And Edwin Arroyo. Well, yeah, we've washed the Seattle farm system. I think so. Yeah, they have to win like now no or not win. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Pretty, and that pretty much eliminated them from the Soto sweepstakes. Maybe they can get Jonathan India Who, some help. Did Logan have Soto going? I hope so. Logan did have Soto to the Mariners, but that, that is that's that not age, well. That's not, not happening now. now. Yeah, it's not happening now. I think I, I think, don't see I don't see Soto getting traded at the deadline. That could be very possible. Uh, don't don't be saying this right now. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna have me in a frenzy. I just I don't know what to think, but I think that y'all won. Both I I know y'all won the Castillo trade to me. Castillo, I mean. Yeah. We've seen him. For sure. I don't know how 100%. many times. This is—he's just having a good year. You got guys to do that, but I think that y'all won that easily. And then the—he's had a crazy career. Yeah, he has. He just—I don't know. He hasn't looked good until this year, in my eyes. He had a—he had like a a rough last year. I think he was solid before that, but he was—he was think, solid, but he wasn't yeah. worth that. Yeah. I think no. I think. Him having a down year last year and then bouncing back this year, and he's pitching really good this year. I think that was the best thing the Reds could have had because obviously you could see they got all of that in return. Yeah, right. y'all are in full rebuild till. The thing about Arroyo. The thing about Arroyo is he's just so young. Uh, he looks good right now. I do kind of worry about him a little bit. 
Um, I was really hoping that we would get the New York deal done and get Dominguez, but um, I'll take Marte for sure. <laughs> if we would have gave y'all Jason Dominguez, I would have fucking rioted. Because <laughs> they were talking about how they wouldn't give him up there. for Soto. I would have fucking shit a brick. I would have been fucking pissed. Why out here value, valuing Jason Dominguez as prime Mike Trout? Hey, I got I got some breaking news. Just dropped. Uh oh. <laughs> oh God. Cindergard uh, trade is becoming more likely. Blue Jays, Phillies, and Braves involved. Come, come on, Jake. Get it done. Don't go uh, to fucking Blue Jays. Jays. Says Atlanta. Atlanta's deal for Jake Odorizzi uh, could impact, but they don't. They aren't for sure. So. You just got Robbie Grossman. Send Michael Harris over there. Get his ass. Uh, that that <laughs> was problem. courtesy of Kevin. Kevin G-O-D. He liked that tweet, so I saw it. So. Okay. All right. Well, be rich. What are you thinking here? I, I don't mind it. I mean, Sosa, it was – Sad to see Sosa leave. You know, last year he comes in in a spot where he takes Paul DeYoung's job, and he did very well for us in the second half. Um, gave his all every day. I liked him. Very good player. Just he wasn't going to go anywhere this year. He was couldn't hit the ball. Um, really, just I don't even know. It was hard with Gorman getting called up. Whenever and then Paul went down, but Tommy Edmond, you can't take him out of a lineup. I mean, he's just he has slowed down, yes, but at the time he was just going insane. So I mean, I like it, I guess. I mean, Romero just it's his first year off Tommy John. I do. I'm ready to see him smash a Red Bull against his forearm and Bush. That'd <laughs> be awesome. But left-handed pitching's always nice. Yeah. Yep. So. I don't right. mind. I think the Cards won that one. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. Uh, Chris Martin, Zach McHistory. I mean, it's pretty nothing much to talk about. There. I think the Cubs won it. <laughs> you could. Be, I think you could probably go back to where you were now, Wyatt. I just I, I think, remember that Castillo got traded yeah, a few days ago. I think this was an underrated trade for Tampa Bay. David Peralta's pretty good, but yeah, yeah, it could still hit a little bit. Other than that, moving back, so, hater, hater. This is when the bomb dropped. Hater. This this, Hater. this caught me so um, off guard. I was I was scratching my head like, why would the Brewers do that? But that is a good package in return. But at the same time, like, it's Josh Hader. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I had two phases of it. I had the phase before the front office for the Milwaukee Brewers posted their uh, Instagram post talking about it. And then after. Yeah. Before, I was like, what in the absolute fuck are you doing? That, that's then, exactly how I was. And then after, I was like, okay, this kind of is, this is justifiable in a sense. Cause yeah, it, whenever it dropped, I was like, what the hell are the Brewers doing? And then after I seen what they got, I was like, okay, well, then that's fair enough. I think me and Jacob have the same I thoughts on it. Milwaukee kind of, I think Milwaukee won this, to be honest with yeah. you. That's, that's how I was thinking after 100%. the initial – after the initial reaction, that's what I was thinking. Like, at first, I was like, what the hell? And then after I seen it, and I was like, okay, well, they probably won that trade then. Yeah. Danielson Lamette could, you know, he very well could go out and I, play good. I mean, he's shown sparks. Yeah. And Hater. 
Hader hasn't been outstanding this year. I mean, he's had some bright spots, but he leads the league in uh, saves. But same, at the same, yeah, at the same time, he's just getting shelled. Um, I'm glad to see him just leave without the times <laughs> we play him. I mean, this guy came in and it was guaranteed that he was going to shut us down every ninth inning. So now you I, might have to hit fucking Devin Williams screwball in the ninth. Yeah, we, I'm, I'm kind of interested to see whether Devin Williams gets moved to closer or Taylor Rogers stays closer because Taylor Rogers has the second most saves in the league, but at the same time, he's he has had his moments where he gets hit. Oh, we hit the crap out of Taylor Rogers whenever we played the Padres. I'm not worried about that. Yeah, if Devin Williams is ready to be the closer and he steps up and is good, then the Brewers honestly won that trade by a lot. I know that you're happy to see him go, Jacob. Get him out of the central. That's right. Get him out. Get him out <laughs> of the central. We're not we're not good as it is. So <laughs> Oh shit. So moving on from Hater. Uh anybody have anything to say about the Garrett Clevenger for Ramon Tapia trade? No. Uh, those are relevant. Yeah, that's no. what I kinda of thought too. All right. Here, here you go. Here Wyatt. we go, Wyatt. So, uh, Frankie Montas and Luke Trevino for J.P. Sears, Ken Waldachuk, Luis Medina, and Cooper Bowman. Cooper Bowman, I don't really give a fuck about you. Have fun in Oakland. You're not even a top 20 prospect. Uh, J.P. Sears, I was pretty pissed. I love J.P. Sears and how he's came in and played this year, but I can see why we trade him. Uh, Ken Waldachuk, top five prospect. He's going to be good. And then Luis Medina is going to be really good, too. He's top ten prospect. And we got Frankie Montas and Lee Trevino. Uh, big thing about Frankie is just I saw it tonight, you know, Domingo Herman let Kyle Lewis take him fucking bomb. And we still won, but, you know, it's obviously showing that Domingo has not came back and been his old self. Luis Severino still waiting to come off the I.L., Jamison Tyone's starting to be Jamison Tyone again. So, bringing him in helps. Lou Trevino's ERA is over six. So, we'll see what happens there. They do say that uh, his, met, his like, advanced metrics are really similar to Clay Holmes when we brought him in from Pittsburgh and that he's just been getting unlucky and had some bad defense behind him, um, which is kind of funny considering Oakland has one of the better defensive teams in baseball. So, I don't know how that works, but that's just what I read. Um, Lou Trevino hopefully will come in and be okay. I don't think we're looking to put him in high leverage situations. Uh, the Efrost guy from the Cubs, Aaron Boone's already said that he's going to be put into high leverage situations. I think they're going to try to move or roll this Chapman away from any game defying situation again. So, kind of glad about that. I think, all in all, if Frankie comes out and pitches good, it's a win for us. If not, uh, it could be bad because I think J.P. Sears has already shown he's MLB ready. He'll probably go and start for Oakland right away. Ken Waldachuk will be up in a year or two, so Luis Medina. Cooper Bowman, I don't think I'll ever see him. He'll You probably won't ever see him in Oakland A's uniform, but you never know. So I think that was a good trade for y'all. Yeah. I, I well, think I think y'all definitely won. I think uh, – if J.P. Sears and the other guy that you're saying, if they do turn out good, the A's will just turn around and trade them in three or four years anyway. Yeah. But 
I, I think it was a good trade for y'all. I mean, you have to bank on Frankie being healthy. So, yeah. It's one or least. Missing uh, I, a lot of the same things. I think Waldachuk is probably going to be a stud. Um, it kind of sucks if you're a Yankees fan, I think, a little bit. But um, you're playing to win now, so. Yeah, I was very much hoping we wouldn't trade Ken just to see what he would be in a year. But yeah. I kind of knew if we were going to make any play in anybody, that was going to be one of the first guys they tried to take off the top. I will say I'm glad we got out of this trade without losing Peraza, Dominguez, Austin Wells, uh, Volpe. So our top four prospects are still yeah, good. Yeah, the, dead, the deadline's not over yet, but I, I've, <laughs> I've been surprised that Peraza and some of those other guys, Volpe, have not been moved yet. Yeah. Um, Kendall? But, uh, Kendall, uh, I'm sorry. We're just going to. We're just gonna let you. We're just gonna let you talk, okay? We're gonna step <laughs> back. We're just gonna let you say what's on your mind, bud. I'm sorry. All right. I hate. I, I hate it for you. Um, well, I'm gonna. I'm gonna our buddy, our, our buddy Logan that was on here. Uh, he's already heard heard me rant today, so I'm gonna try my best to just repeat everything I told him and try to just be as real as possible here. Um. So we traded a dude that was back in the Orioles six years ago whenever we were making the wild card. He was young and upcoming. And we started trading Manny, traded Adam Jones, we traded Jonathan Scope. We got rid of Matt Wieters. We cut Chris Davis, started traded Kevin Gossman. We started trading all these people. But we kept Trey Mancini because he was we thought that we could build a rebuild around him. So fast forward five, six years later, here we are rebuild starting to pay off. We're above 500 right now. And we trade Trey Mancini, which makes absolutely no sense because if you're just going to trade Trey Mancini, why would you not just trade him whenever we're trading everybody else five, six years ago? Cause his values higher. Like why did we, why did we make him sit through this long rebuild and just torture himself with these bad teams just to whenever the rebuild starts to get on the incline and we start winning some games, then we just trade them now and because we don't want to pay them eight, nine million dollars a year because our broke ass owner is so fucking stupid. And we get Seth get Johnson. Baby. We get Seth Johnson in return, who is about to have Tommy John surgery. I'm not even kidding. He's literally about to have Tommy John surgery. And then Chase McDermott was a fourth round pick which is okay, it's solid, but Trey Mancini, if you're trading him to the Astros, a contending team who won an extra hitter, you can get more than a fourth-round pitcher from that. Like, Trey might not be the best fielder in the world, but he could still freaking hit the ball, and he was our leader of the clubhouse, and he was like our cornerstone. Like, you just don't give away a guy like that for nothing. Like, the Cubs gave away Rizzo. It's kind of – it's kind of similar here when you're talking about what Trey means to our organization is what Rizzo meant to the Cubs. And so, I don't know. I've just been pissed off all day that 
we just give away Trey Mancini for a dude who's about to have Tommy John surgery and a fourth round pick pitcher who on it, quite honestly, with the way the Orioles run the organization, you might not even see these guys in an Orioles uniform. They might be stuck in Norfolk because we refuse to call anybody up. DL Hall is averaging 10 strikeouts a game and it's just sitting there in triple A rotten instead of bringing them up into the majors. We just don't do anything. Just, I can already see the future. It's good. We're going to like try to do what the Rays do. We're going to try to use all this farm system we got, top three farm system. We're going to play them all the way up to their last year of their contract. And then whenever they're heading into a contract year, we're just going to trade them, get more young guys, and repeat. Whenever those young guys get caught up, we're going to play them out, trade them, repeat. And it's just going to be stupid because you can't, as an Orioles fan, I can't sit here and really fall in love with a player like Brandon's been able to do with Yachty. Like, I can't do that. Like, I love Adley Rutschman, but, I mean, my God, are we going to trade him in five years? Like, who knows? Yeah. Kendall, you've got a lot of the same feelings that I had at the beginning of the year. I don't know. I know. <laughs> Winker Suarez leaving. Made no sense because y'all were a winning ball team last year. Y'all were doing some good things. Y'all, y'all would have been wild cards. Absolutely, and we didn't even we didn't even give Cast we didn't even give Castellanos a, a, a an offer. We didn't even talk to him, and uh, so we let him walk. We give away Winker and Suarez for two people who high risk, and I I'm right there with you, Kendall. I get where you're coming from. Yeah, like if I if I ever from now on I'm gonna have to just wait till we if not not when not wait till we do it it's wait if we do it to sign you know like a Adley or a Ryan or a Gunner Henderson when he gets called up or anybody I have to wait until we extend them to long contracts before I buy a t-shirt because I have a Trey Mancini t-shirt on right now or a jersey which I have a Cedric Mullins jersey in my closet. And who knows? By God, he'll probably be the next year. He'll probably get traded, too, to a contender. Make no sense. We'll probably be in the wild card hunt next year and be like, all right, Sadie, see you. Out the door, bud. Yeah. And if you think about it, this this uh, this Astros team is fucking stacked. They are they are loaded up. You got, you got Uri, Jose, Pena, Bregman, and the infield. That you can substitute Trey, Trey Mancini in at first. And then you got Jordan. You got fucking uh, Altuve. Michael Brantley in center. Yeah. And Trey Mancini can play some outfield. And he'll probably play DH too. I was going to say, Trey, them getting Trey, Trey could play. They have a short left field. Trey could go out there and play left field, and they could just let Jordan DH. But, Kendall. I'm sorry for I, you. I I, uh, I think it would have been better if y'all would have got better people. Yeah. Okay, that's exactly what I told Logan, and I texted my dad. I said, whenever I told him, I said, we just traded Trey. And it, if y'all – it was today. If y'all remember, it took 30, 45 minutes for them to announce who we got. It Like, we didn't, I didn't know who we got at first, but I was sitting there like, okay, we traded him to Houston. If we can get Forrest Whitley, their best starting pitcher in their farm system, just – just trade for Forrest Whitley straight up, I was like, I would be okay with it. But, no, we got a dude who has Tommy Johns. And uh, Tampa Bay, Jose Siri is pretty ass cheeks. Watched them play live. So, 
have fun. Moving on. Uh, the Boston Red Sox have started their they blow up. They announced, they announced who was part of this trade. Who's I the saw player? Force Whitley. I thought it was a. I thought it was a player to. Oh no! If they no. traded Force Whitley for Christian Vasquez, I was. Oh, that would have made me even more pissed. I thought I saw it. I thought it was. I thought they got a player to be named later. Yeah, uh, I thought I finally saw something with it, but I might be wrong. Y'all, but, I'll look for it. But Christian Vasquez is another good addition for the Astros. They become even better after getting traded to fill up another hole. Uh, they're playing each other currently, so pretty quick turnaround there for Christian. He'll probably be in the lineup tomorrow. Uh, to I got across it. the I, dugout. I found it. Um, Astro. It's from the Houston Astros Twitter. Uh, they acquired Christian Vasquez from the Red Sox in exchange for minor league infielder Emmanuel Valdez and outfielder. Will you bray you? So, uh, Astros won that. Um, and then, Tommy Pham. Jacob, what do you think? <laughs> Get him out of here. <laughs> I, I think that was a good move for y'all. I mean, he John Peterson. Hey, listen to this. Listen to this. We we were in we were in Cincinnati um, three four weeks ago or whatever. He was getting into it with the fans in left field. Uh, you know, I, I don't really like the guy very much. He's put up good numbers this year. Um, well, I say good numbers, but it's Tommy freaking fan. So, you know, I, I, depending on who we get, I'm all right with it. Uh, I knew he was going to be gone by the end of the year. So, Y'all only signed him to it one year, didn't you Yeah, yeah, he's cheap, and uh, it was just a rental. That's all he is. Yeah. Uh, I know. Might be uh, a better I'll... defensive replacement than the fucking jackass playing outfield in the Red Sox against Blue Jays the other day. I hope I wake up yeah. tomorrow and I see we'll Ruben Outdoors traded. <laughs> Maybe it's we like... can get Rafael Devers a one-for-one for, one for Tommy Pham. I think that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I I think that would probably be a smart move. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think you'd have any of your fan base question in that one. No, we'll we'll take that. Nick Kroll actually won one for once. I heard maybe it might be Jeter Downs. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting shit in my pants. Getting every single <laughs> getting getting every team's top middle infield prospect. Yeah. Next oh. thing you know, we'll be trading freaking uh Mason Wynn or Jordan Walker to the Reds for yeah. Tyler Hale. The Reds are just gonna That's hoard right. all the bring them on over. The Reds are just gonna <laughs> hoard all of the the middle infield prospects. We'll, we'll we'll trade you Gunner for a bag of chips at this point. We'll find a place to put them first base, third base, outfield. <laughs> oh man. Hey, don't worry. They'll get moved. They'll get moved around too. It's not it's not gonna be a big deal. As soon as they're in a the red jersey, they're gone. So oh. Next trade. Oh, I like this one. I get I can talk about just, Goldie. Just just real quick. Wyatt and Brandon. I, I, me and Jacob are genuinely curious, what like how it feels to have like player security on your team because me and Jacob don't know what that feels like. Oh, uh, 
I saw something the pretty funny the, the other day uh, on TikTok. It was like the Yankees have went from Ruth to Gehrig to DiMaggio to Mantle to uh, like Yogi Berra to like, and it just goes player to player to Jeter to Aaron Judge. And it's just like you have that generational player every fucking every like ten years come around like Don Mattingly and Jorge and Mariano and you know it's uh, just one. Yeah, I, I was no. hoping it, I was hoping we would at least do Trey like the Reds are doing Votto. Like at least the Reds don't haven't given up Votto yet. Like I was hoping we'd at least do that. We'll you even know. see what happens with that. Nobody's gonna take him, but. You know, what really am I – I don't know. I really thought that we were going to go through a rebuild before – I think it was after 17 was Matt Holliday's last season. Like, we didn't do anything in the offseason. I really, like, as a fan, thought there would be a rebuild. I mean, we ended up getting Goldie in 19 and and 18 or 19, and then after 19 seasons. But honestly, like, Brandon, do y'all rebuild? Do you no. rebuild, Brandon? No, it's Cardinal way. <laughs> I've I, I watched – no, I've watched uh, – so they went through with some uh, buenos uh, day after pitching old man walk, however you say it. Shout out Adam Wainwright. Dear Lord, I hope you see this one day. <laughs> oh, good God. I, I would love to – I'd love to have a picture with you and Yachty. <laughs> so I'm uh, – but anyway, um, I watch – they let out a segment on MLB, on Fox, on Twitter. Y'all should go watch it. It's actually pretty good. Um, and John Mosaic was talking about, you know, the fans expect winning every year, and it's hard to live up to those expectations. But we try our best to. Um, it doesn't feel like it's some years. Like last year, we needed some pitching to make a run to the World Series, I felt like, and – we went out at the deadline and got John Lester and Jay Happ. But, you know, if we're always contenders. I, I love it. Um, yeah, I mean, even the Yankees had that rebuild period in the mid-2010s, like 2015, right before – essentially after Derek Jeter retired until Aaron Judge got called up was asshole. Yeah, Kevin Euclid starting at fucking third base. Yeah, Greg Bird starting at first. Yeah. Jacoby Ellsbury gets signed to a massive ass contract and only play like a hundred games in the whole entirety of it. So definitely have seen the ups and downs, but uh, ever since I haven't seen that, yeah, I yeah. haven't seen what they're seeing. But I think with I, the Yankees, we just always found that one prospect that's came up and made a difference, whether that be Jeter, whether that be Judge, and it's you know we keep them, and we take care of our guys, and hopefully. I can hopefully we extend Judge, and if not, then I think it's looked at as that Jason Dominguez is the next guy. But you never fucking know. He very well could be a asshole. He could be like a Jared Kelenic, for example. Like watching the Mariners broadcast today, they're talking about how Jared Kelenic was supposed to be this huge ordeal when he got called up, and he can't hit major league pitching at all. So then you had J Rod come from out of nowhere. Yeah. But, hey, real quick, real quick. It's not a, it's not trade deadline, but it's still baseball. There was a, there was two pretty, pretty much steals of extensions today. Joe Musgrove and Austin, Austin Riley, Riley, both twenty million a year. Musgrove for five years, Austin Riley for ten years. Those are both steals, in my opinion. Yeah, by the time that contract with Riley is up, he'll probably be like the 
fifteenth or sixteenth highest paid third baseman in baseball. Yeah, I know. And he'll pro- and honestly, and like whenever Manny and Nolan start to get to where they're like thirty four, thirty five, or maybe maybe even sooner, who knows if Austin Riley takes another step. Whenever Manny and Nolan get a little older, I mean Austin Riley's gonna probably him and Devers are gonna take the torch as the top two third baseman. Yeah. No smart by the Braves. Yeah. Oh, um, Braves, we'll see. Yeah, I mean, Joe Musgrove's been pitching pretty well, so. But I feel like long-term pitching extensions always seem to go bad. It, I think even though it's 10 years uh, for Riley and only five for Musgrove, I think that the 10 years for Riley is a much safer deal than Musgrove for five just because of that. Like, we see good pitchers all the time sign Absolutely. massive extensions and then just shit the bed, like Patrick Corbin. He was looking like he was going to be a stud, and then he signed an extension. Now he's ass. You'd think the Padres would learn about that after the Josh Johnson trade a couple of years back. And yeah, I extended him for that, like five years. He was that, that too. But all right, Luke Weaver for Emmanuel Rivera. I think this I is like a good this. pickup for Kansas City. Honestly, I, hey, it, it's just looking more and more like the Cardinals won the um. Uh, Paul Goldschmidt trade. This is what made you decide that they won that trade? <laughs> no, I knew that we did <laughs> This say, right here is yeah. what decides it. Luke not Weaver that, was the – It's s- not that Goldie's leading the MVP conversation <laughs> yeah. right now. It is this trade right here. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Reese McGuire for Jake Deakman. I feel like this is just Boston getting a catcher back. Yeah. And then the White Sox getting an okay left-hander. Yeah. But that's everything. Uh, Soto's still yet to be traded. Uh-uh. uh-uh. That is not everything, buddy. Well, uh, this is all I got. What am well, I missing? Oh, you're missing something at the Grossman. St. Louis. Grossman, you're missing something about the – Oh, yeah, because those just happened. No, yeah, Grossman just happened. St. Louis Cardinals. Uh, oh, yeah. Here we go. I'll get you this one real quick. Cardinals acquire yep. Jose Quintana and Chris Stratton from the Pirates. Good move. A-plus move, in my opinion. Yeah, he played for the Pirates. Um, I got his stats right here. Um, let me exit full screen. Let me see if I can pass up there. So, we got we got Quintana for Yohan Oviedo and um, Malcolm Nunez. Malcolm Nunez, I – he was good uh, in double A. He's having he's struggling a little bit down there, but he was just stuck with third and first being Nolan Arnado and Paul Goldschmidt. And then you have Jordan Walker coming up. He plays third base. So um Quintana this year, 103 innings pitched. ERA is a three five. His opponent batting average. They're hitting 308. I mean, it's not great that you'd like to see. A big thing with our starting pitching this year is strikeouts. Our whiff rate is so low. I think it's like one of the bottom five in the league. Um, His strikeout percentage is 20.6. I don't see his whiff rate on here. I hate that because um, – but anyway – I mean, for a two-month rental and how bad we needed another starter to go out there and eat innings and just 
do his thing. I like it. I think it's a good move. Um, crap, who's I did, Chris Stratton? Sorry, he's got a good ground ball percentage. Um, he does have a high ERA, but like both of these guys, have been playing for the Pirates. They aren't that. They aren't good. They suck. So I mean, you can't throw. Oh, he has a five ERA. Well, look at their defense too. You know, I think yeah, I think that's a good you, point. You get the St. Louis Cardinals defense. I know I'm a Cardinals fan, but I think that we have one of the best defensive teams in the league. And I mean, you do. So, yeah, I don't disagree. It 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 helps a lot, in my opinion. I think it helps amazing. Uh, and I don't know. Hopefully, hopefully we can get another arm like that. I wouldn't mind getting Tyler Mill, but I don't want to give up that for Tyler Mill and then be knocked out of Soto. I want Juan Soto on the Cardinals. So I think I think as long as Quintana pitches just solid, I think that was a good move for y'all. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I picked him up in fantasy, so I'm kind of excited to see what happens. So. I, I was a dude, I literally just thought about doing that. I looked down, got on my phone and Yeah, sorry. I picked him up last <laughs> week. <laughs> no, you picked I didn't know that. But yeah, Braves. I like it. Or actually, yeah, no, up. no, uh, B. Rich, he's not. He's actually mm-hmm. available, I think. Oh, well, well, he's not about to be. Yeah. No, I think he got picked up by somebody. Yeah, he got. Um, I had him. I've dropped him for Reed Detmers. So. I thought somebody had. Quintana. Someone did. I did. I think does Landon son of, have a him? Bi- son of a bitch. I do. I'm jackass. I still have his. I still have his ass. Where's he? Yeah, I hope so. You have me over here on a freaking. Oh yeah, he's on my team. Yeah, you got you, Beerich. <laughs> Dude, I've already he's had a rough enough day. Wire, just like, <laughs> yeah, I was. Son of a bitch. Where's he at? I gotta put him away for He was like, I gotta beat Wes. <laughs> oh shit. Uh, the other big trade of tonight so far until I don't I think tonight's probably about to die down, so it might be the last trade tonight. I think but it has. Yeah. Braves get Jake Odorizzi and they get Robbie Grossman. And they pretty much give up Will Smith and a bag of chips. So I think the Braves haven't been very great anyway. I think, so. I think the Braves won that trade. Jake Odorizzi is very average, solid, just kind of middle of the pack kind of starter. Robbie Grossman is the same thing, but an outfielder. So, Tex has been wanting Will Smith DFA'd for a while. Well, there you go. He, he just got DFA'd permanently from the Braves. Yeah, at least you got <laughs> something back for him. You don't have to pay his contract now. Yep. But, all right. So, that's the trade deadline as it is. Uh, if anything happens we- tomorrow morning, because we're recording this Monday night, so if anything happens tomorrow morning, me and B. Rich are going to hop on, and Jay Landis talk. if he's able to. Yep, and we're going to hop on talk yep. about it, yep. and uh, we're going to add it on to the end of the episode. So if we get done with this shortstop tier list and the episode doesn't end, then some shit went down. So we'll go ahead and move on to uh, due to uh, due to some circumstances. K. Dog is a very very maybe to be on the um, t- yeah. tomorrow's night here. Uh, Okay, I have something to say. Tomorrow's going to be crazy. We all know it is. 
Yeah. Rodon. Soto. Yeah. Um, I think Yankees Doc, are going to get Rodon, Soto. Evaldi. Evaldi. J.D. Martinez. Yeah, we're going to get him too. Hap. Will Contreras. That's a big day tomorrow. I'm I'm mm. I'm ready for I it. I forgot about Contreras. Yeah, I'm ready for it. I'm very nervous. So, um, mm. the tra- the asking price must have been high on Contreras because it looked like the Astros weren't willing to really pay that much because they went ahead and got Vasquez instead. Yeah. Well, all right. So, wanted to go ahead and add this category in. Ass. 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 So, uh. First guy, uh, <laughs> yeah, who Nick Ahmed? Oh, there we go. Uh, yeah, we, we all good with that? Yes, Dansby Swanson. Okay. I'll I'll go ahead and start this one. I think go ahead. This is going to be very controversial because of the season he's having. I think before the season he was in good. He I think he was in good because of his defense. Are we, we going to go career? It, not really like career, but not really just this season either. Like just in general. That's hard. I put him in a. I, I put him in good. I would, I don't know. I would probably put him in all star. I could see good though because before this season he was not the hitter that he is now. Uh, I say good because just looking at the rest of this list, like I think there's a definitive superstar and all star list. Okay, we could put him in good. Yeah, I'm I'm going good. Good. We can put him good. We can put him good. But I will say, if he has another year like he's having this year, if he does that he, next he's year, he's an all star. Yeah. yeah. Jorge Mateo. Yeah. Uh-huh. All right. Well, I'm gonna go first star. on this one. Superstar. <laughs> this motherfucker is a superstar. <laughs> That's going no. to the. <laughs> That's the title. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Being dead honest. This is kind of why I wanted to put Dansby an all-star because I would consider Jorge in the good. He is a five-tool player. He hustles. He's a top five fast, like fastest player in the league. He's gonna. He's a leading candidate for Gold Glove at short, and he has pop in his bat. The only thing he needs to work on is his average. That's the only thing. That's the only, his only knock is his batting average. Let's put him right I'll, there with Dansby. I'll I'll let I'll let Jacob have his input on it. Before I say something, I'm going good. Uh, average good, somewhere in there. Um, I don't have crazy feelings about Mateo, but I don't know. I'd say good to average. I agree. I don't think you see very many other guys hustling like he does. I mean, we went and watched him at the Cardinals game, Kendall. That guy, 24 7 oh. motor. Mm-hmm. I like him. I like All him right. a lot, actually. I, I do think he's going to win a gold glove this year. Good. Dang. Uh, Xander. Xander Bogarts. He, he's an all-star. 100%. Ooh. 
I was maybe going to go superstar, but uh, I, uh, there. I think once what, some of these guys down here, I don't think he's quite yeah. on their level. Uh, Nico. Okay. He's I was about to he, have to pull up Google. Average. He, I think Nico's good. I think he's average. I think he, okay. So, you know how I said, like, the only knock on Jorge's is average? Well, the only knock you have on Nico's is power. Like, he yeah. plays amazing defense and he's a contact hitter. I would say he's good. Jacob, where are you putting him? Who, who, wait, where are we at right now? Nico right. Horner. Nico, yeah. Nico Horner. Damn. Yeah, I'm going good. Uh, I don't, I think there's all stars in the bunch that are definitely better than Nico. Um, but I think he's definitely above average. So, yeah. Who is this? Is that Kyle Farmer? That's Kyle Farmer, yeah, I think. Kyle Farmer, my guy. He's a freaking superstar. (laughs) 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 You need to build y'all's team around that guy right there. (laughs) That guy right there, he's he's the next Joey Votto contract. Now, he's a – I think he's definitely above average. Um, Before he came to the Reds, it's questionable that he was even uh, below average, but – um, everything that I've seen from him, he's he's definitely a good shortstop. I was gonna also agree. That's I, thinking, I think agree. I'd put him right there. Good. Yeah. No, you can leave him in superstar. <laughs> <laughs> Just go ahead and move Kyle Farmer and Jorge Mateo back up. I got gotcha. you. Hey, that'd be that'd be a good thumbnail. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey, thumbnail real quick. All right. Or, Jorge Mateo and Kyle Farmer, top two shortstops. That's, right. that's, that's the thumbnail right, right there. I already grabbed it. That's it. <laughs> All right. That is um. Gosh, that's Almond Rosario. Yeah, Almond Rosario. Uh, he, I think he's average. He's yeah, having a good year this year, but I think he's an average shortstop. Uh, I think Jose Iglesias can go right there with. Yeah, average. you can put him right there beside yeah. him. Um, he's got. What was that? What was that? Love man. Iglesias has a good glove. Yeah, Iglesias yeah. does have a good glove. I would, I would put kind of put him in average. I don't think he's quite on that tier with the other guys up there yet, or not yet, but anymore. Uh, Tim Anderson. Tim Anderson. Superstar. I would say he's a superstar. Yeah. Let's hear it. You, you disagree? Hear it. You, you disagree, Jacob? Love him, Correa. Um, Tatis probably. Um, I, I don't, I don't know that I consider Tim Anderson a superstar yet. Hot take, hot take. I, would, I, hate, I, I hate the motherfucker personally. I would, I would be okay with him being an all star. I mean, well, fuck Tim I, Anderson. So all star goes. He, I think he's a top five <laughs> shortstop. It's just, do we like, is there five shortstops that are considered all or superstars? I mean, that's really the that's that's my question too. I can't really come up with five superstar shortstops right now. There's I'm a looking, lot of there's a lot of all stars and good ones. I'm looking at three right now for sure. Yeah. yeah. Hey, right, you, just, you can keep Bobby. going. Ah, so. <laughs> 
He ain't he ain't that bad. I feel like I this think is he's a, average. His glove at least puts him in average. Yeah. He strikes wow. out. He strikes out way too much, dude. I think Javi's kind of the last two years. He's kind of had a bad decline. It's kind of mm-hmm. been sad to see. Yeah. Jeremy Pena. I think he's good already, even as a yeah. rookie. Yeah, me too. What about you, Jacob? I don't mind good. Um, you know, I, Jeremy Pena is Jeremy Pena. Um, as a rookie, he looks good. So, yeah, he, he's filled Carlos Correa's shoes pretty nicely. I think he's exceeded what they expected. Yeah, he has definitely exceeded Absolutely. their expectations. Yeah, he's definitely exceeded that. Alberto Mondesi. Below average. I would put him in below average. The dude cannot stay yep. healthy. He can only run. Absolutely what I'm thinking. I will tell you this, though. He started MLB The Show franchise. He is a piece to have because he <laughs> yeah. progresses crazy. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say uh, that. That dude's an MLB The Show beast. So, I'm going to go ahead and do this for everybody. Andrew Velasquez, you were ass, son. You were a Yankee last year. You have a great glove. Your glove's fantastic, but you cannot hit worth. You couldn't hit yourself out of a wet paper sack. Your ass. So, Trey Turner is a superstar. Yeah, that's no question. Uh, What's up? Flores. Yep. Wilmer. Wilmer. That that ain't. No. That's not. That's uh, not. That's um. What's his name? I know his name. Uh, I know his name. Miguel, yeah, Rojas. Miguel Rojas. Rojas, yeah. I know who he is. Below average. I would kind of say he's below average. Again, yeah. unqualified sports opinions because we don't even know who all these motherfuckers are. At least Willie, looking at their pictures. Willie Adamas. He is like good. he's average. Good. 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 Where are you going, Jacob? No, he's better than average. Yeah, oh, there he, is. he's he's a great great fielder with pop in his bat. He hits for power. Yeah, Carlos Correa. Uh, I almost want to put him. He's in better than average. Category. Dude, if you would have done before this season with the Twins, I'd probably put him in superstar. But I don't know. I'd probably oh, put him all. I'd probably put him all star now. I would. I would put him all star now. I mean, yeah. he's like he was like superstar, and then like this year, he's just good. Yeah, he's, he, he's a, not even that good. He's taking a step back for sure. Yeah, a big step back. Lindor, he's still an all star. Yeah. No, I think he's a superstar. I think he's better than these three. Well, yeah, okay. I, I, mm. I've got a, I've got, a, I've got a bone to pick with Lindor. I don't know that I like the guy that much. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I would. I, I don't see him as an all star. I, Wyatt, I'm kind of confused on your superstar pick there. I don't think I he's think he's better eye. than these three. I, he ain't better than Tim Anderson. No, then maybe we need to move Tim Anderson up here. I would then move Lindor down, move Tim up, move, move Lindor down. Okay. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. All right. Isaiah. I-K-F. 
Superstar. Good God. Take that down. He's ass. He's probably Uh, below average. Yeah. Yeah, below average. He he was brought into field, and he almost leads the MLB in errors, and he started to pick up the hitting, (laughs) uh, but he has yet to hit a home run in Yankee Stadium, so – that well, I remember in average. spring training, whenever you're saying IFK was just I, was all needed. I was going to bring that up. I remember why I was ecstatic about uh, <laughs> Connor Falefa. He well, was like, "Yeah, he, dude, he might win Gold Glove this year." And then why it said, "Well, he's leading the league in errors." <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, he was like coming into the year. Everyone thought, you know, Cashman brought him in as a glove, not really a bat. Because uh, we were having problems with Glaber at short, and we couldn't get like Correa or anybody, so we were like, "Okay, let's bring him in. He can play shortstop, good glove." And he is just shit the bed. And if it hadn't been for the last two weeks where he's hit in every single game, like he was like, it's been like ten straight games he's had a base hit, and his his defense is starting to come back a little bit. His ass probably would be shipped right now. He uh he's he was right there at one point. Like fans hated him more than Gallo. At the beginning of the year, so that's but, sad. Yeah, so IKF, uh, you know, I don't hate you or anything, but you just need to play a little bit better defense, bud. Elvis oh, Andrews. Oh, Elvis Andrews. I feel like he's average. A- average, yeah. Yeah, I miss I miss the Elvis Andrews Adrian Beltre yeah. days. I was about to say that actually they're hilarious. Yeah. They were they were hilarious. DD. Yeah. I want Did you say average? Did you say average Jacob? Yeah, average. Yeah, I, I would okay. he's I think he's kind of average below average right there on that border, but I would I would still have him average. He hasn't. He hasn't done what the Phillies wanted. I mean, they paid him. Yeah, he's not. He hasn't been the same since he left the Yankees. It's kind of weird that the only thing I think of whenever I see Didi Gregorius is Derek Jeter's replacement. That is the literally the mm-hmm. only thing I think of. And he did a damn good job there for a little bit. He did. He. I remember he got a uh, before before I met you, Wyatt, like three years ago, maybe or three or four. He had a like a all time great month, and he got the the lightning card, and it was awesome. Like you would have loved it. Yeah. I love I love DD and pinstripes. I was really sad to see him go. Um, there was whenever he came out in the show, everybody had him at short except for me. Obviously, I wasn't going to use that motherfucker. <laughs> all right. Uh, we just call this own. Can we just call this O'Neill Cruz? Yeah, let's just call yeah. it O'Neill Cruz. He, I'd say O'Neill Cruz. I know he's got a lot of hype, but at this he's moment good. in time, he's. Mm, I was going to say at this moment in time, he's like average, maybe even below average. No, yeah. I don't think he's below average. His most, his most, fa- like his most hype of his stats have been how fast he's throwing the ball across yeah. the infield. I know. I feel like the media blows him up a lot. <clears throat> yeah, he ain't hitting that good. I know he's no, a good. But... I know he's got a good arm, but. He's not putting up Jeremy Pena type numbers, that's for sure. Uh, no. Now if he would have started if he would have started the year off in the majors, I think he would be somewhat better, but he's just still pretty new. No. Yeah. Um 
I'm average is fine for O'Neill Cruz. Yeah. Fernando's just, move, just go ahead and move him up. He's the best shortstop when he plays. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Thought what? I don't Call think stop. No. I think Trey Turner is. Well, it's to taste, but move on. All right, JP Crawford. This is this is good. I mean, why do you think Tatis is better than Trey Turner? Tatis yeah. isn't an air machine. Well, okay, I'm going to say this to you. I know that Trey Turner is fast when it comes to base running, and I know he's a fast person. But whenever it comes to range fielding, Tatis has probably okay, yeah. the most range at short. So the air, some of them errors he makes where he's having to dive and then he throws it wide, like most shortstops on this list, if not all of them, wouldn't even get to that ball. Uh, yeah, I, I can see your point. So I, just... I, I, I give Tatis a little slack on his errors just because he gets to balls that a lot of these shortstops won't. Like, I think Andy. the only two that have a chance to get to some of those plays that he makes are Jorge Mateo and Trey Turner. That's the only two that have a shot. Tommy. No, Tommy Edmond does not have the range of Tatis. Sorry. Right. I mean – and then at Jose the Jose Iglesias like two two like three years ago you could say, and then at the plate when Tatis was yeah. batting, whenever he bats, he he like leads the league in OPS whenever he's it's playing. So fucking nukes. Yeah, if he if Kendall, he ain't, if he ain't hitting a nuke, he's hitting a double. Hey Kendall, you experienced that this morning in the show, didn't you? Yeah, I did. <laughs> All right, J.P. Hey, Crawford. Hey, Beer, it's That's real quick. That's the only thing that puts him in star. Hey, Beer, it's real quick. Uh, why don't you just tell everybody what your record all time is against me, real quick? Hey, this was a big milestone in my life. I've been playing Kendall on the show since we were in like fifth grade. I never beat him. He finally beat, beat me. I he beat finally him this beat morning. me this morning. I, I got to give myself a round of applause. At least I'm one glad. of us can do it. <laughs> Dude, Wes, me and Wes have great games. I don't know what you're talking about. All right. JP. JP is good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Brandon if he was, if, if, JP, if JP was doing what he did at the beginning of the year all year, he'd probably be an all-star, but he kind of slowed down. Brandon Crawford's an all-star. What the uh, Oh, good God. <laughs> Jake's going to have a fucking aneurysm if we put Brendan Crawford over Dan No, Spain. Brandon Crawford is not in that category with those good shortstops. He's average. He's he's good. He's average. He's, he's above good. average. He had a good year last year. He's been good. He's been good defensively for the Giants. Yeah, and – at the plate, other than last year, he has not been what he used to be. He is right. better than he's better than Javier Baez, DD, O'Neill Cruz, any of those guys right there. He is good. Absolutely. All right. Well then put him in good, but Dan I think Dansby is way better than him. Okay. Dansby's on a in a middle of an all star good category, if we're being honest. I would okay. Dansby's weird. He he's the best shortstop in that good category. But if we moved him up to All Star, in my opinion, if we were ranking him just in general, not just strictly this year, he'd probably be the worst one in All Star. Yeah, like yeah. that's what I'm saying. He's yeah. in between. Like, 
So yeah, uh, that's fine. But Dansby is by far the best good shortstop right there. Yeah, Tommy, Tommy two bags. He's good. He is all star. All star. I like it. I like all star. Put him in the ass. Oh, <laughs> oh okay. that's right. That's right. <laughs> no. Yes, sir. I Are you being through? I would put Tommy Edmond at all star, dude. I was, I was like gonna lay off a little bit. I like all star. I thought he was an all star. I thought he should have been an all star. He should have been. Yeah, I like he probably should have been an all star. Wander, Wander, ass. Wander's good. He's been hurt. I'd say, yeah, he's he's good, but he has the potential to be in the top tier. I'll admit it. Yeah. Corey Seager. All-star. All-star. Oh. All-star. Yeah. Oh, shit. All-star. Yeah. And is that I'm, uh, who I think it is? I think that's Cesar Hernandez, right? Yeah, yeah. that's what I was thinking. He's average. Average, yeah. Average. If not below average, but all right. Oh. No, I'd say I think he's better than below average. I think that's good than average. Yeah. Any changes y'all want to make now that we're looking at this? I think that Dansby should just go ahead and be me. I think I think I was gonna say that. I think we just need to bump Dansby to all star. Okay. Because now if that we've Tommy's got every, now we've got everybody in there, Dansby there's an argument between Tommy and Dansby who's better. And honestly, there's an argument between at this stage in Corey Seager's career. I know he's hot right now, but Dansby, you can make an argument's better than Seager right now. Yeah. So I think Dansby deserves to be an all-star now that we've done this. All right. We're ranking the, ranking the top three. Fatis, Trey, Tim. Mm, yep. I agree. Yeah. Trey Turner, I hope you watch this. Uh, fuck you. Josh Johnson's a beast. Uh, you're a pansy. Go Yankees. Hey, we have a – there's a big, big day tomorrow. bunch of big names are about to be moved. Yep. It's it's going to be nuts. I'm ready for it. Yeah. I'm, I'm on the edge of my seat. I hope I wake up to Juan Soto as a St. Louis Cardinal. I hope it happens tomorrow. I'll be sick if the Padres or Dodgers get him. Um, send him to Oakland. <laughs> <laughs> Oakland said, psych, rebuild my ass. <laughs> Moneyball means spending a lot of fucking money is what it means. <laughs> I'm ready for this Ready for this bullshit to be over. Trade deadline's ass. Fuck I, this shit. I will be honest. I'm tired of this Juan Soto crap. Like, even he said that he's ready for it to be over. Like, it's been two weeks too long. Just get it over with already. Yeah, it, I mean yeah. it's it has to be hard going into play every day, knowing like this could be my last game in this uniform. Well, I mean, I wanted to say I wanted to save this for the Juan Soto thing if we do get him, but like I can't. This morning I woke up to a tweet that said that the Cardinals are ready to part ways with Dylan Carlson and Nolan Gorman. Like they see that. How do you feel about that? Like. How do you go about that as a player, knowing that an organization who you've played for, like I've I've fallen in love with Dylan Carlson. I love that dude. He has done everything 
that we've asked him to do, played center field while Bader's out, whatever. Nolan Gorman, I've waited two years for that dude to get called up, and he finally did, and I get three months of it. it I mean, it's going to suck, but, like, I don't – if we don't get Soto, like, how do they go about it? Like, that could hurt us, like, if we don't get Soto, long-term extensions or whatever, you know? I mean, surely – I mean, obviously, it's not going to feel good as a player knowing that you're involved in trade talks, but surely whenever it's around a guy the caliber of Juan Soto – they could be like, okay, yeah, I know from a business standpoint that it makes sense. Why would you not want to yeah. go try to get that guy? Yeah, I just, I don't know. I hope, I hope we get him. But then again, if we don't, I just, I hope that we still have good terms with those, with most of those guys. Are you going to be able to pay Soto? Is the question though? Yes. <laughs> be rich is going to pull money out of his own pocketbook. Be rich uh, will send money to Juan Soto's house if he has to. Actually, <laughs> I actually saw a guy on Twitter. He was just like, if Juan Soto gets traded to the Cardinals today, I'll Venmo Mo John Mose like $14 to go towards Juan Soto's contract. <laughs> I'll give you a dollar per year. Yeah. Well, I would. Boys, this is the end of episode six. Um, uh, it's dang. been fun. They're, Potentially they're, could be added on to the end of this if uh, Soto's dealt tomorrow. Uh, so this there, very well could. A, oh. But uh, for now, this is the end. Uh, hopefully, I have some more editing to do tomorrow, and I get to add in another part of this video. So, uh, yeah. but for now, hey, thank you. It's, it's been fun. It was fun. Yeah, thank y'all for having me. Hopefully hey, tomorrow. Uh, hopefully you're on tomorrow. tomorrow. That's right. Anytime you want to be on, Jacob, just text me or Brandon. Yeah, anytime. But uh, all right, boys. So, y'all showing? Hey, yeah. Oh, I'm about to show. Let's show cards. Go Go Yanks. Go O's. Fuck the O's organization, but go O's. All right, boys. So, it's what, Wednesday night now? Uh, Trade deadline ended yesterday. And there's definitely some things to talk about. Uh, some uh, big things happened uh, like we were expecting. And uh, so we're going to kind of go over and talk about them. So I guess we're just going to go deal by deal from here on. So let me do this real quick just so everybody can see everything. Okay, can you all see that, Fon? Yeah. yeah. All right. So we're starting here with the Jorge Lopez deal. We already covered the Jake Odorizzi deal uh, earlier on in the episode. Um so, Jorge Lopez submit Baltimore uh, to the Twins. So, Kendall, what do you think about this trade? Um, I think Twins got a – for this year at least, they got a very good reliever. And from my perspective as an Orioles fan, we did get four or five pitchers. I think the Cade Povich guy, he's supposed to be solid. But I think what they the Orioles were trying to do here is just get – a lot of pitchers and maybe one of them's like a diamond in the rough. Like maybe they'll be better than what they're projecting. So it was, it was definitely a haul back. We got four or five pitchers. Yeah. I Uh, think it's, I think it uh, helps you out. By the way, if you hear my, if y'all, anybody's watching, hear my voice go in and out or something, I've had food poisoning for the last 24 hours. (laughs) So I think, uh, I think, that this deal's, you know, it was kind of expected in a little bit, uh, especially after trade Trey. I think they they 
knew they were going to trade Jorge as well. And they got two, yeah. they got rid of their t- two of their older players and yeah. more this trade than the trade trade. They got a good, they got, got a good call call. Yeah. yeah. I like, I like this trade a lot better than the trade trade just because Jorge Lopez before this year was just so bad. And now that he's having a breakout year, getting moved to the bullpen, like next year he could go back to being bad. Who knows? Yeah. He's shown, he's shown his past years a few times this year though. He has. He's had flashes of choking games. Yeah. But I like it. I like this trade. I'm still kind of mad about the trade trade. (laughs) So, moving on from that, uh, Toronto and Miami. uh, Jordan Groshans going to Miami for Zach Pop. I think think uh, I feel like the Blue Jays' biggest weakness is always pitching, so any, any help in that department is a benefit, but yeah. Jordan Groshans, I'm pretty sure, is one of their top upper-level prospects. Yeah, he is. Uh, mm-hmm. So, I mean, the weird thing is, is the Marlins do have uh, the Cabrera kid. Um, Cabrera, Cabrera, yeah. Yeah, so he plays short, too, but there's I'm been not, some... Oh, sorry, I'm talking about... I thought you were talking... No. Uh, yeah, yeah. have that other shortstop prospect that they drafted really high last year, but... I mean, one can play second, I guess, but you got Jazz there. So, someone might have to move to third, or you can trade them later on next year when you're trying to hopefully compete if you're a Miami Marlins fan. Yeah. Uh, Moving on, the biggest trade of the deadline. Uh, By far. This is probably – I hear people saying it's like the biggest trade of all time. Uh, No. I mean, it's it's up there definitely. I don't really know if – I think uh, time will – Time will just have to tell that with how good these prospects are that the Nationals got. Yeah. Um, and so, Juan Soto and Josh Bell for McKenzie Gore, Robert Hassel III, C.J. Abrams, James Wood, uh, Jalen Susanna, and then it was uh, Eric Hosmer. But with Eric Hosmer having a no-trade clause to the Nationals, uh, Luke Voigt got headed there. And I think if you're a Padres fan, you were hoping you could keep one of them. Uh, you lost both of them. So, I think Luke's a quality DH for that team. And it just kind of came down to the fact of, you know, Eric just wasn't going to be traded there. And if I'm Eric Hosmer, I don't blame him. I don't want to go play for the Nationals now. No, not a chance. I will be honest with you. McKenzie Gore was not terrible for them. No, not at all. He helped solidify their rotation. Great Um, young left-handed pitching is hard to come by. And they – they didn't like fix their rotation, and I think that was it. Was they have the offense to set aside that rotation? But I think if they would have got, they would have been able to keep him. It would have. I think it would have been better for them. But I mean, I don't yeah, know. it's crazy. Luke Voigt's gonna. I don't know how many years are left on Luke's contract. He's their starting first baseman. Mackenzie Gore is gonna immediately be in the rotation. Robert, you Jay would assume. Abrams. You assume Abrams and Hassel are in AAA or in the majors by the end of the year because um, they're just dying for people to play. Yeah, I'm sure Abrams will probably be in the majors yeah. very, very quickly for them. Oh, yeah. If um, not already. But uh, I think uh, I think the Padres still won. You get somebody like Juan Soto and just a bonus like Josh Bell. Like, even though they gave up Hosmer and Voigt, like you said, Josh Bell, he's better than both of them. And I think uh, the re- the way 
they were willing to give up Voigt and Hosmers because when Tatis comes back, that'll limit him where he can GH and they can keep Kim at short because Kim's been good for them at short. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, w- I was very upset about that whenever I saw he was going to be a Padre, but uh, I, th- I don't know. I think I'll get over it. I, I like <coughs> I don't, don't really have a choice. Well, no, but <laughs> I, I hate – me and Kendall talked about this as soon as it happened. There needs to be a salary cap in baseball. Yes, that there's a big problem with there not being a salary cap because all the big market teams in California and New York just get everybody at every deadline and every free agency. Mod, I hate to say it, but if Aaron Jet, if y'all don't sign Aaron Judge back, he's either going to the Mets or California. He's going to go to the Giants. But yep, California. He, he California. grew up. He yeah. grew up a Giants fan. Uh, he's a California kid. So, yeah, that's kind of the thing. Is like, if he doesn't come back, we're kind of expecting him to go to San Francisco. I, I think uh, as long as the Padres lock up Soto long term, and let's just say three out of those guys that they that Nationals got back turn out to be good, I think this probably will go down as maybe the biggest trade of all time. Yeah, I mean Soto, Soto and Tatis. Like, if you're a Padres fan, like that's just so fun to go watch them play. They're two yeah. of the biggest personalities in baseball, and having them playing on the same team, like as a Padre, a Padres owner, like yes, it improves your quality on the field, but it also helps your organization. You know, you have Manny, who's a solid player. You have Tatis, who's one of the faces of baseball. And now you have, I would say, the faces of baseball are. Tatis, Soto, and Aaron Judge, and you have two of the three of them, uh, and then Mike Trout, uh, Trout, somebody else, Acuna, Acuna. You're I'd y'all say. are forgetting somebody. Who? Shohei, and yeah, okay. Shohei. There, there's, there's like, uh, honestly, I'd still consider Vladdy a face to baseball too because he's so loved. There's, there's like ten people you could consider like the yeah. faces, faces of the sport. Yeah. So, like, these are household names that you have in your organization. You're going to get fans coming out that don't normally come out to these games just to see Juan Soto play. Um, yeah. Especially with Tatis hurt, even before, even until Tatis comes back, which seems to be pretty fucking soon. Um, you know, the I bet they sell out the park every single game uh, from oh, now it's until – It's packed right there. It's yeah. packed out there right now. Yeah. So – but, I, will say, I will also say, as a Orioles fan, I'm glad that Manny is finally getting some help heading his way in San Diego this year because just strictly this year, he has been holding the fort down pretty much by himself. Yeah. Their lineup They're, other than him has been so iffy this year. Yeah. And now it's really solid, but like Beerich said, their rotation did take a hit by losing McKenzie Gore. So we'll see how it balances out. Uh, moving on uh, – Dodgers take a chance on Joey Gallo. Um, so, we sent Joey Gallo to the Dodgers. Um, we got a we got a prospect back, uh, second, second base, base prospect. Man. Yeah. Uh, he ain't bad. We've lost huh. so many prospects uh, in the 10 to 20 range that he became our 10th best prospect after we signed him. Uh, so, that helps us because uh, we, we did trade a lot of prospects, but they were in that 10 – like eight to ten to twenty range, they weren't a top five guy except for uh, one. So I hate it for Joey Gallo. There's a lot of criticism about Yankees fans right now, uh, giving Joey Gallo a lot of shit. Uh, he did get a lot of shit, 
uh, a lot of the shit he deserved. Um, you know, it is it is New York. They are going to boo players that play bad. Uh, you know, a lot of people that are from that are with the New York organization really like Joey Gallo, and I never think it was Joey Gallo the person. I think any anybody that's questioned Joey Gallo, the man, is just out of their fucking mind. He's a great guy, great clubhouse guy. It just got to the point where. Even coming in, everyone was kind of skeptical. Same with Stanton. Like, Stanton's first game in New York, he got booed. Before he even took an at-bat. Yeah, he also struck out five times. Yeah, so no one – it's like, Yankees fans are not quick – are not waiting to boo you. Uh, and when you bat 149 in 500 plate appearances, uh, arguably one of the worst 500 plate appearances in MLB history, honestly, it's bad. It's Chris Davis-level bad. And – Eventually, everyone just got fed up with it, including Gallo. I mean, it sucks that it happened that way because I think everyone wanted Joey Gallo to be really good because he has gold-level defense in the outfield. So if his bat would have stayed where his defense is, he'd still be in New York. There would be no problems. Uh, but I think Gallo gets a new new start, and we get a quality middle infield prospect. So I think it's a win-win for both teams. Um, I'd, I'd say, unfortunately, it was a win for the Yankees. I don't, in my opinion, I don't really know what the Dodgers are doing. Even giving up a prospect, like, bro, you you kind of have to start Gallo now. Like that, he makes their lineup worse. So we'll just see how his, you know, he's not going to bat much over two hundred. You know, if he can get his average up to two hundred, I would say the Dodgers are happy with that. I think they kind of understand what they're getting. They're hoping he can. Have some power. He still has popping his bat. It's just confidence. Guy has no confidence right now. I think getting out of the AL East will help him too. Yeah. I mean, yeah, um, he went to the NL West, but he's going to face the Giants a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So moving on there, uh, we talked about Eric Hosmer. He's moving to Boston. Uh, and the best part for Boston is they're going to pay a majority of the contract. So I think if you're a Red Sox fan, you like this trade primarily because it gets Bobby Bobby Dahlbach out of first base. It gets uh, Franchi Cordero off first base. You get a serviceable first baseman with time remaining on his contract. You got a great first baseman in AAA that you can now wait on for the rest of the year and manipulate his service time for a time when your team's a little more competitive. Uh, I think this is a long-term move for the Red Sox uh, because if not, if they wouldn't have got Hosmer at the deadline, that guy in AAA, I don't know his name, but, you know, he's playing really well and Dahlbeck and Cordero playing so bad, he was about to get called up. And if you can save a year of service time off of a top prospect, that's a win for the organization. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I don't know. I think it is. I'm a uh... – I think it was fine by the Red Sox. I agree with you there. I mean, they're paying what? I think like fifteen million or something like that. Yeah. Sixteen. Yeah. So, I mean, it's not like I mean it's not like Eric Cosmer's ass either. No. I mean he's just he's an average first baseman, so he'll step in there and be solid for him. Yeah. Next one. Phillies upgrade bullpen. So they get David Robertson. I wish the Yankees would have made this move. Uh, but it's three-team deal, and the Cubs get Brandon Marsh. Um, I think it's, 
I don't know who the Angels got. Or that the the Phillies got Marsh. Oh, yeah. the Phillies got Marsh. The, the Phillies yeah. got oh, okay. Robertson and Marsh. That's good for uh, them. The Cubs and Angels got prospects. I like I Brandon Marsh. He had a hot start to the year. Um, yeah, he kind of fell off though. Dave Robertson's a great bullpen arm right now. He's got a sweet beard. Yeah, awesome beard. Great hair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't play swag- in New York. That's for damn sure. Uh, he gonna be swagged out. Yeah, I think it. I think it helped the Phillies a little bit, but I mean, we'll we'll see. They seem to always choke. So. Yeah. So Twins go out and get another pitcher and Tyler Maley. Uh, it looks like the Twins are. They're going for it. Yep, I like what I like what they did with Maley and Jorge. They they're they're in the playoffs. If it's started right now, I'm pretty sure, or they're close to it. And, yeah, they are. Yeah, and they also didn't they get another pitcher as well earlier on? They got him. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, I forgot. Oh well, they got somebody. Yeah, I forget who it was. Oh, you passed it. I thought. No, that was uh, that was Jorge. Oh, I thought they did. I thought they. Yeah, uh, I think they definitely made another trade. Hold on, it might be later. It may have been after that. It was it was early on, but all right. Yeah. Uh, well, if you're a Padres yeah, fan. It's 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 later. It's here. Okay. If the Padres, uh, if you're a Padres fan, uh, you got even more happier. Same day, you get Brandon Drury too. So I mean, fuck. His uh, first pitch as a Padre, he hit for a grand slam. So already Padre, seems to work out. Padres, hey, another team loading up for it. That's all I'm saying. Jacob's uh, gonna be happy about me saying this. Um, the Reds got a lot better. In three years, are going to be very, very, very good. Yes. Like it. As long as they don't do this again. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm a big Cardinals fan. I know, but like the Reds, the people that they traded are just having like their careers haven't been great. They've been like average to good, and then this year they're having All Star caliber seasons, and they're taking advantage of it and getting younger players. They have a great – I like it. They got a great realistic view of what they have, and they're yeah. trading while they're hot, yep. which is good. And I feel like it's kind of a – you know, it'll end up – they're kind of at the point now where the Orioles were like two years ago. Like the prospects are coming in, and it's just – it's a waiting game. And as Kendall can see now, they're starting to come up and they're starting to make an impact. And hopefully if you're a Reds fan, you're hoping the same thing. You know, Punter Green gets better. And by the time that these guys start to get called up, Hunter Green's playing like everyone thinks he can, and he could be kind of the leader of that team. So, yeah, I like it. I like what they're doing in Cincy. I agree. I, mean, I hate I hate them, but if I'm a Cincinnati uh, fan, like I like, I'm like, okay, we're going to be really bad the back half of the year, but like, man, the future's bright for us, and that's yeah. great. That's a good feeling in all. Like, you, there's there's that feeling in baseball. You know, the three year window. You get that feeling when your team's on the edge and it's about to break apart. You can ask Logan. Like, you can tell, like, okay, this team's on the brink of being destroyed, and then the, most of the time it does happen. So, uh, Darren Ruff to the Mets. Um, we got J.D. Davis and three pitching prospects. So, uh, I think the Giants, I mean, based on how good those pitching prospects are, 
I, I mean, think the, I think the Giants kind of fleeced them. Yeah. yeah. Like, I don't think I don't think I don't think Ruff is that much better, if at all, better than JD Davis. Yeah. Yeah. And you're just hoping one of those pitching prospects have, if one of those pitching prospects is a serviceable MLB starter, it's a win for them. Yeah. yeah. Um, moving on, Dodgers and Mariners. Uh, Jake Lamb for player to be named later. That's kind of cash. Kind of like a giveaway. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Dod- Dodgers were just not interested in having him anymore. Yeah. Uh, twins are acquiring Michael Fulmer from the Tigers. Yeah, yeah that's where that's, it was. Yep. I, he's a right-hander. I don't know why that says left-hander. Yeah. So I like that trade. I think they're bolstering their pitching. Yeah. Uh, twins, are, twins are going to make a run for it, man. Which is good because I think you're t- right towards the end of that cycle. Like, you kind of have to go for it now. Yeah. But Phillies are finalizing the deal to get Noah Syndergaard. So now you got Zach Wheeler, Aaron Nola, and Noah Syndergaard. I I don't I didn't see the use in getting Syndergaard. I knew that we were in the I guess you caught the talks, but for that price, no. I didn't want I didn't want him. I mean, he's just having an average year. It's his first year back from Tommy John. I he's hit or miss. Is he on a one year deal or is it a multi year yeah. contract? It's okay, so year. it's a rental. Yeah, it's a rental. So, I think the Phillies – I feel like Noah Syndergaard as a third starting rotation is uh, – It's not terrible, but not, I mean, a, not, not a bad not a bad idea. So, yeah, I think the I Phillies agree. are trying to make a run. Just uh, they're, hope, they're betting on what they have more than they are trying to get a bunch of outside help because what they have gotten is not crazy. Yeah. Uh-oh. Well, Uh-oh, here here go. I'm going to let you all have the floor on this one. So, Yankees trade Jordan Montgomery for Harrison Bader. And as of today, Cole just gave up six runs in the first inning. So, our pitching's looking even less um, full. And a lot of people in the Yankees organization uh, were kind of mind boggled that we traded Jordan because we just lost even more depth for Harrison, which Harrison wasn't like an outstanding need. It was more of get rid of Gallo, not add another outfielder. Uh, Jordan Montgomery, ironically, has a lower ERA than Garrett Cole does this year. Uh, hmm. So, congratulations, Be Rich, uh, on getting a mid three to five starter. I like our. I like the move. Uh, it caught me very off guard. Actually, I didn't. I didn't see anything until. I opened Twitter, and that's the first thing I saw was that we traded Jordan Montgomery. Didn't say who. Got off my phone for a minute, got back on it, and it said Bader. So I'm going to miss Bader a lot. You know, his first few years were rough. Couldn't hit water if it fell out of a boat. And then last year he turned it around, and this year he did a big part uh, defensively, you know, I don't know. I like DC's been playing How much very, very well. Is Bader on his last year or is he have more next year? He, I was about to talk about that. So Bader's, um, he's a free agent after the 2023 season. So So I understood why talking about going back to Soto, I understood why Mo wouldn't get rid of DC. He's under team control until 2026. And, 
I mean, I didn't point. I didn't, honestly didn't think that we would sign Bader back. I figured he'd end up going to New York because he is a he's from New York, loves New York, whatever. I think he'll be a great fit there for y'all. Yeah, he's going to go to go get a haircut. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that'll look weird. Uh, it's gonna be fun. I would. I wish I could be there this weekend. Because I know they said that he's going to be at Bush. But um, uh, it, it'll be weird watching him in a Yankees uniform. But I wish the best for him. I'm going to yeah. miss seeing him make spectacular plays and center every single night and Danny Mack on the call on him. But huh. Jordan Montgomery, I mean, he's going to get us innings, and that's what we need. Uh, yeah. our, offense is, our offense is good. Can't say it's not. We scored 50 – Seven in fifty-seven games, we scored five plus runs, and we are fifty-five and forty-eight. That ain't that ain't an offense problem. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. So I think I, uh, I like it. I think the one thing with Bader right now is that foot injury. Uh, he might not ever be the same too. So I I like yeah. that. We're hoping that we get him back in September. That's what uh, Cashman and Boone are thinking. That uh, they think they can get him back in early September and hopefully get him on the field. Um, because for right now, with standing out with the Achilles tear, uh, it's our outfield consists of Hicks, Judge, Tim LaCastro, and Matt Carpenter. So Tim LaCastro can probably run pole to pole in like 40 seconds because he's fast as shit, uh, but he can't hit worth a fuck. So hopefully Bader gets back sooner rather than later. Uh, having for a playoff run would be huge. Uh, I'm going to miss Monty. Monty's one of my favorite Yankee players uh, over recent years just because he's just kind of underrated. He's a consistent pitcher, but uh, he gives up runs pretty consistently. But if you give him run support, which Yankees uh, failed to do for the majority of his career as a Yankee, uh, he should be okay. I mean, his career is a four. That's honestly not terrible. Yeah. It's, I mean, not even, it's a three, nine, four. Yeah. But- like what I told you, he's going to go out, he's going to give you six innings, he's going to earn, he's going to have two earned runs. And he's going to yeah. give you that most of the time, and then every six or seven starts, he's going to blow up and allow like four runs. Um, he's yeah. just very run-of-the-mill. He's not, you know, he's going to be a good locker room guy. He's super just straightforward, under the radar, uh, perfect personality, I think, for St. Louis. Um, I, I, I liked our – I liked our trade deadline. It was kind of a bummer not getting Soto, but, you know, on bigger and better things. I, yeah. I'm excited. I liked how we said that D.C. was going to be our guy. And, and for anybody who watches this that uh, that doesn't know me, if you think Dylan Carlson is the reason that we didn't get Juan Soto, you're wrong. So, it's not. There was a lot more than that to it. Um, they were wanting um, – well, our freaking farm, I think that we could have put up better prospects not including Dylan Carlson than the Padres did. Yeah, maybe. But, I mean, I I don't know. I like it. I'm, I'm happy with our <laughs> trade deadline. And uh, moving here to Whit Merrifield finally being traded, I, th- I feel like he's been in trade talks with the Royals for like three years in a row. Yeah. Uh, they finally let him go to the Blue Jays. Um, unvaxxed. Sure. Unvaxxed. Sure. Yeah, surely he's going to have to go get a shot. <laughs> well, they said that they're anticipating him to get the vaccine. Uh, kind of like with Andrew. 
Andrew's already stated like he plans on getting the vaccine so he can play in Toronto come playoff time. Uh, but with wit, speed, contact, steals bases, I think a change of pace for that lineup. Bo hits for power. Vladdy hits for power. Teoscar hits for power. George hits for power. Kevin Kevin doesn't hit at all. Kirk hits for power. I, I like it. I like that, man. Yeah. Think that was a good move by the Blue Jays. Kind if of a last-second deal, too. If I'm Kevin Biggio, I'm shaking in my fucking boots right now. Oh, that yeah. motherfucker's coming for my job because he can play everywhere. Kevin Biggio's about to not have a job. Yeah. Wood Merrifield's about to take that and be the starting third baseman for the Blue Jays. Kevin Biggio's probably – you'll hear his name next trade deadline. Probably. Yeah, for like some – like a player to be named later. Yeah. So <laughs> Like a giveaway. Uh, I would love to talk about this next trade. Go ahead, Rossiel Iglesias to the Braves. The Braves have the best bullpen in baseball. Yep. Um, and Kenley. I hate to say it. It's pretty pretty. Kirby Yates coming back. Um, they have Mentor. Mentor. Matt Matzik. Matzik. Um, yeah. They got they got five, six all star level relievers. Yeah. yeah, that was a good move. I mean, he's had the Angels defense behind him. You That's take out to... Mike Trout and Shohei, he, he has nobody else. So They're about to – Jake, if you're watching this, uh, they're about to be like the 2019 Yankees where Aaron Boone uh, would just get his pitcher through the fifth inning and then go to the bullpen uh, and just go one inning apiece and just shut shit down. Um, yeah. So, if Spencer Strider can pitch uh, five scoreless innings of baseball – and give it to the bullpen from six on, uh, I don't think you'll lose much, uh, especially come say, playoff time. I was about to say the Braves got this year, they got Freed, Strider, Kyle Wright heading into the playoffs, and then with that probably bullpen. Morton. And probably Morton is the fourth, yeah. And with, with that bullpen behind them, I mean, shit. They only got to pitch five innings. Like, you get to the yeah. sixth inning, like, like I, unless it's like a crunch time situation and you're afraid of, like, a crazy hit, but, like, like literally get to the sixth inning, and then it's just Matzik, Minter, Yates, Kenley, Iglesias. Iglesias. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah, not in that order, but like it's just boom, 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 yeah. boom, boom, and you're yeah. like, "Fuck!" Honestly, their starter could really the starter only could really go four, and they'd still be fine. Like with all those guys you just named. Yeah. Well, shit. The Yankees bullpen was so good. Nineteen, we'd run an opener, and then we'd call up like a minor league, like you know, as like it was Nestor. We'd have Nestor. So we'd have a we'd have a two inning opener, have Nestor pitch three more innings, and then go to the bullpen. Yeah, and um, then you get out. We're talking about the Braves pitching, and then you just add their stacked lineup to that. Like, good grief, dude! Yeah, they're dangerous. They're, they're really good. That I think the Braves are your next. Like how the Dodgers, even though the Dodgers have only won one title, I would consider them kind of like the closest thing to a dynasty we've seen here recently because they're always at the end fighting for the World Series like every year in, year out. Mm-hmm. I think the, the Braves are next up for that. Um, Brewers get Trevor Rosenthal. Uh, I guess they're trying to add some more depth considering they just traded Hayter. Uh, yeah, they've lost three in a row. So They got walked off on. Devin Williams got sent yard by Brian Reynolds hey. tonight. So immediately regret that trade for now, but I think if you're a Brewers fan, it's a long-term thing. So, yeah. I don't think I don't think getting Trevor Rosenthal makes your team any worse. Yeah. Uh, so, that's just kind of one of those black kind of things. So, moving on, uh, might be the most black trade of the deadline. Um, Brett Phillips, Baltimore. 
Hey, I like it. This this was uh this was at the buzzer. This was like right at five o'clock, and uh, I thought as soon as I seen that um, go through my phone, I was like, well. About 30 seconds later, we're about to see that we've traded Santander somewhere else, and Brett Phillips is going to take his spot because at that point we traded Trey, we traded Jorge. I was like, yep, Santander's gone now too. But he didn't. So he didn't leave. So I don't – whatever, I guess. We only gave him cash. Brett, I mean, Brett Phillips is not going to probably start for us, definitely not consistently. I mean, we oh, got I – I mean, yeah, I like it. We only gave him cash, but, like, we Can got – Can he play the infield too? No. I don't I don't know. Yeah, I don't think so. But, he played center in, in Tampa Bay. He's fast. I mean but, defensively he's he's like a Harrison Bader. I mean I he's not on that I don't think he's on Bader's level. You know, you think but, about it you think about it, Kendall, in a sense, you know, if you put Brett Phillips in the outfield, you can get Santander off the outfield and move him to the D H spot. Or if we put him at first. I was uh, we've been practicing Santander at first for like the last month. Yeah. He almost he almost started first a couple weeks ago, but we uh, change last minute, so him yeah. and Mount, Mount Castle can go back and forth. But there's definitely, I guess, now with Santander playing a little bit of first, and he could DH because his bat needs to stay in the lineup as much as possible. Yeah, you get Brett Phillips's sure. glove in the outfield with his speed. You got one of the fastest teams in fucking baseball with Seti and Jorge. So if, uh, with the outfield him. of um, with the outfield of from left to right, Hayes, Seti, Brett Phillips, that'd probably be the fastest outfield in baseball. Yeah, it'd be pretty dang close. So we're uh, y'all are faster than us. I mean, yeah, With, a little y- bit. Y- y'all trade y'all trading Bader. We're definitely faster than y'all now. I don't know about it. Newt's pretty fast. Yeah, I think Austin Hayes has kind of un- got underrated speed, and then we already know how fast Brett Phillips and Cedric Mullins are. Yeah, DC has underrated speed too. But I would uh, I don't know. I would still like. I, I think the Orioles have one of the best outfields in the league. Like, I'd still consider Seti our best player on our team. Uh, Austin Hayes could have been an All Star this year, and Santander leads our team in home runs. Like, I think that is a really, really good outfield. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Well, boys, uh, this is the trade deadline. Uh, wanted to hop back on here after our first episode ended technically, but we're just going to mash it together. So uh, this is the it end was, here. The headaches are over. Yeah, uh, the stress is out of the window. We know what our teams are going to look like into the second half. So uh, going into next episode, we'll do an updated recap after the deadline to really just talk about our teams and uh, other teams of the division and give them an updated ranking. Because with this many moves, you know, things change. Uh, Certain teams are going to move up. Certain teams are going to move down. So that's the goal of next episode is really just deep dive into that. So, uh, but until then, we hope you like, you comment, you subscribe to the channel. Uh, Give us some and, ideas too. Yeah. Yeah. Love any some ideas. ideas. Um, and we're just going to keep chugging these videos out. We like doing it and we see that y'all like it as well. So we really appreciate the support watching all these and especially if you've made it to this point. So uh, we appreciate y'all and we hope you'll come back for the next one. So I'll definitely have the energy next time, boys. Yep. So we'll see y'all. Yeah. See you. See you.